Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. I almost said Dawn of Justice. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Dawn of Justice. I almost said Nathan. You can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. I'll let you. I'll let you have that one. That was a good one, right? It was good. Today we're talking about minute number 56, and uh, it's just going to be us today. Yeah. This week. We Flying solo. Duo. Du- du- I mean, we, you, you and I. You and I are... haven't had a conversation amongst ourselves in a while, and I feel like we're due for one. Yeah, we don't really talk. We don't really talk. We talk every day. We don't talk anymore. That's a song. Have you heard that song? It's on yeah, the have radio. you ever heard of the song uh, Sailing by Christopher Cross? No, and you just showed it to me. <laughs> and, I've, I, 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 and then you're kind of, you were surprised that I've never heard that song. I feel like I've, I should have, um, but I don't even know who Christopher Cross is. And I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like he's in the same vein as like a Michael Bolton type thing. And uh, I know Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton, if he wasn't a cinephile. <laughs> Today we're talking about minute 56 of Suicide Squad, which is going to start with Harley Quinn laying a new plan of escape with Captain Boomerang, and then the minute is going to end with Captain Boomerang trying to convince Killer Croc to get into the same plan. Um, this whole week we're going to be uh, in this one... Uh, we've always referred to it as an alley, but is it in fact an alley or it's a street? It's a big alley. It's a street. Cause I know alleys and if you've it's... ever been downtown, an alley is like, it, it's like a shortcut. Yeah. But then like they go past some like shops. So I'm reading in this book, which is probably something that we should have mentioned when we first entered Midway city. Um, well the filming took place in, uh, Toronto. So they closed off like a busy street in the financial district here, mm-hmm. which will play a part into next week's minutes. Um, but it's a whole street. Even last week when we were talking about them moseying down, it's just what it's supposed to be one street. It's a back lot. So that's pretty neat. It's in Toronto, but in a back lot. Or is it? Is it's this in a back lot? lot of a Toronto? <laughs> in the no, park this is toronto's a, parking lot yeah and i think that's what it, i think that's where they filmed um but yeah it's a it's a whole street it this is maybe i think where they are right now is an alley crossing over into another main street it's like a big alley yeah yeah it's like uh i don't know it's it, it it works for them um i don't go down many alleys so uh i can't judge I guess to me, like, there, there are alleys that have, like, there are, there are alleyways, I guess, Mm -hmm. that are, like, in between buildings, and it's, like, if you're in the downtown area, you could use alleys technically to, Mm -hmm. um, like, take shortcuts, or, like, that's where everyone's trash is. Yeah, crossing, like, Jason Bourne or something. But then there, there are alleys, which are, like, you know, it could be Crime Alley, is, like, an actual street. Yeah, Alley McBeal. Yes. Crime Alley is an actual street. It's uh-huh. not. It's not an. It's not an alley. No, I don't know how else to explain. It. You get what I'm saying? I though, get what right? you're saying. Like there's what's the Superman one? Su- suicide. Uh, suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> suicide Street. No. What's the? Oh, he just turned everything off. Uh, I don't know. I Are can't hear myself. There? <laughs> I can't hear myself. 
Did he just mute it? We can hear ourselves. He now. just muted it. Okay. Anyway, um, thanks, Zeus. What were we talking about? Alleys and. Um. Anyway, Ed, we were talking about streets and. Uh, oh, the Superman Street. I can't yeah, remember what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. No, it doesn't matter. Suicide Court. <laughs> um. So there, this whole week is going to take place in this alley, and I think um, this is where some of the criticisms. I don't want to say start, but they they start to hurt. This is what I'll say. This is where there there were criticisms from the start with this movie um, that people had. Um, even before the movie started, because if you think about all the criticisms that Dawn of Justice had, those, in my opinion, easily transferred into this film, or they affected this film the way people came in and saw it. Um, I think the negative reception of that film affected this one, and then when this one started, from the beginning you had all the introductions for all these supervillains. Um, some people thought that took too much. There was a lot of introduction and then reintroduction. And then it's up until now we're on minute 56. We're close to an hour now. And now this is when real story is supposed to not only take shape, but now action is supposed to happen. Um, this is where I want to say you either stay on the ship or you're you're out of it. I want to say, it starts with this week and next week. Mm-hmm. If you're, if by the action that happens now, this is an hour into the movie. This is an hour into the movie. I think if you are not convinced <laughs> that an you're hour gonna, in that you're going to enjoy this film, I think this is it. This is what I'm saying. Is like, I oh think, my gosh, I think this is the what I mean. An hour in is a good enough time to to make that. This is like a two hour movie. This is a two-hour, 15-minute movie. Wow. So it's either if you're going to stay in your seat or and then get up and go to the food court for another hour and 15 minutes. Like, what do you What do you mean? He's, I mean, in my opinion, think, if you're sitting through this right now, you should just stay. <laughs> <laughs> you think there was a, a moment in the film earlier that was like the turning point? Not Films even. No, that. not turning point, but moment film? moment of a moment of truth. You're either in or out. Moment um, of truth. It probably had to have been when, like, one of. I, I, in my opinion, I think it was one of the lame-o Joker scenes that we didn't need. Like him either in the penthouse or him going to the. But he's not the main focus. So why would that be the? Because there was too much of him. Mm, I don't buy it. See, I don't know. I don't know if people necessarily think about this movie. In that sense, like uh, it's either it gets to a certain point and I'm either in or out. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to see this movie, you're you're going to see the entire movie and then have your opinions afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies like Dawn of Justice. I can easily Dawn of see Justice. people leaving 15 minutes into the movie. Oh, well, you know someone who did that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the moment of truth was the nightmare scene. With Batman, like once yeah. you see that, and then he wakes Excuse up from the dream, and then Flash is coming out of the mm-hmm. the wormhole, and it's like, I think by that moment, you are either sold or not sold by the movie. It doesn't matter what happens. I think everything else is consequent. Everything else is an after effect. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman and Superman actually fighting, the Martha bit, mm-hmm. Doomsday and the Trinity fighting. That's all. Um effects of 
whether you love the film or not. If you mm-hmm. love, if you, if by the time you watch the nightmare scene, if you love the movie, all that is amazing to you. Are we just trying to like pinpoint what like the hype? I guess it's really. I don't know if it's. It's the not hype the hype point. So, like, it's, I was gonna say. So for Donna Justice, you were saying what? When is? When do you leave? When? When would the normal person? Just like you watch the nightmare scene. Oh, nightmare. Okay, so nightmare so you've, scene. You've seen all the build up between why Bruce Wayne is angry about Superman. Yeah. What he fears, and the nightmare scene is the epitome. The premonition. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. The epitome so, of that. Right, so take it back. One movie, Man of Steel, is the inner. You know what point. it is? It's the epitome of the the adversary and hold on to that word because we'll come back to it i like that the epitome um, of the adversary That's so what it i is. would think okay so in my opinion like i said jump back a movie man of steel it's a little bit different i think the beginning sequence of the epitome of the adversary is the battle of smallville um but then yeah, yeah, the actual yeah. epitome is zod getting beat dragging back to the ship and you know oh he uh showed a temporary temp temporary temporary weakness uh temporary weakness um so like that's uh did we just is that a is that a term in in writing uh temporary weakness temporary weakness no the um epitome of the adversary there's something there that there's there's i i feel like Superhero movies have a moment of clarity, of, of truth. Uh, uh, yeah, a moment of well, clarity every, of whether you're gonna is- enjoy the rest of the movie oh, or that's, not. I'm thinking more of like in story and universe. I was gonna say because usually every villain has like in their opinion a moment of clarity or how they rationalize what they're doing. So then they usually see something that either grants them a little bit more power or shows them a way uh, to like you know complete their plan. And like in that, in my opinion, that okay. is the uh, epitome of the adversary. I want to write here's that a, down. Here's the theory. Here is the theory. The first big action piece of a f- superhero film. I don't want to say every action film, but the first action piece is the moment of clarity. Maybe not the epitome of the adversary, but it is. It is the selling point. Either you are sold or not sold yet. And so it's hard to say with Aquaman because, oh, I probably shouldn't do spoilers, but mm-hmm. the what's, what, worked, what worked for Wonder Woman is that the first bit of action, well, the first bit of action is in the alleyway where she's fighting. Yeah, when they're in London. Yeah, so that kind of works. Oh no no no! On the beach with the soldiers, everyone was sold for that. Yeah, when when the soldiers yeah. invade Themyscira, yeah, that was you can get pretty cool. sold on that. Battle of Smallville is that the first bit of action? N- not the first bit of action because there's the bus scene before that. There's no 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 no. I'm not know, talking about just the any, oil rig. I'm not, mm, I guess the oil scene is pretty oil rig. I don't know what I'm trying to say is, but I, I feel like films have moments of. You're either sold at this point or not. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel strongly that there there are there's a way to classify that, and that there and I feel like Suicide Squad here, this scene that we're in right now, mm-hmm. I feel like it is that like okay this is this is the moment of truth of who we're fighting against, uh, you know what this team is going to look like on film, doing what we envisioned, um, and. I don't know. I don't really know how else to describe it. I know in Godzilla, like you in the 2014 Gareth Edwards one, 
that whole Halo drop sequence was the pitch that sold the movie and got the, the green light. And so when you see that on film, it is like, yes, this is what I'm here for. And this scene right here with Suicide Squad, to me, felt like this is what we're here for, to see. This is what we came here to see. We came to see this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with the audience kind of already being decisive or divisive um, or divided, um, either you stay or you go. Mm-hmm. Like, either in it or you're not. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, that's just kind of how I feel about it. Um, we... Really, this this minute here that we're going to be talking about today is is character intera- interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've met these characters now. We know who they are. We know what they're about. Now we kind of need to just do some mingling and and get to know how the Suicide Squad starts to intertwine. Uh, we get some dialogue from Harley Quinn real quick, who uh, tries to lay down a new plan with Captain Boomerang, and um, I'm I'm pretty. Like I've said before, I'm pretty sold on Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. I think she's great whenever she does anything, and there's not a whole lot of convincing that she needs to do because that's why they casted her, mm-hmm. right? That's like they're like, all right, you get Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, we're sold. You barely have to do any work because it's already it's already made for you, just like Will Smith in Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the characters, like in conversation? Do you feel captivated do you feel like you feel like it's captain boomerang in diablo do you feel like you, it fills in the scene pretty nicely because that's really all we're here to do um i don't i don't know it 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 fills in the scene it feels obvious that the plan that they're talking about isn't is never going to happen yeah yeah and i think so this is me trying to figure like look further past face value of the minute Mm -hmm. so like this interaction specifically deals with uh diablo and he is reluctant about everything that is brought to him which comes back later on in the film there's a little bit of a conflict Mm -hmm. issue between him and deadshot Mm -hmm. later on and um i think this is supposed to like showcase that more Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem like it um uh it doesn't it doesn't seem like that was what you should be taking away from it it seems like yeah. they made it seem like the takeaway from this interaction between everybody is just them trying to. It's just start Captain Boomerang start to be the funny guy of the group. Yeah, and yeah. just like try to get people to to, yeah. to to bail, and it's like, oh well, yeah, that's like what what's happening. But I think a couple layers down, it, it shows rapid character development. It gives you a feel for the, you know the the team on their personal levels more so because we didn't get anything on their personal levels other than sitting in a cell and their personalized cells. Um, so it shows like Diablo's side where he is reluctant about this whole entire idea. It shows Crocs. Oh, it doesn't show Croc yet. No, it not shows, yet. Uh, not yet. Harley's, um, her trickiness, uh, her Dr. Quinzel fashion. Um, man, I'll even say it shows Deadshot's, uh, control factor because it's i mean it shows a couple shots of him looking around paying attention to everything that's going on no doubt he's hearing every word of all this stuff um but he's focused Mm -hmm. i do like that 
about it seems, Deadshot. Yeah, Deadshot... It, it doesn't seem like Deadshot is part of the Suicide Squad. No, it seems like he's working with... Uh, it like seems he's, like he's... It, it seems... He's it's, it's reluctantly working with the military. And not even... I wouldn't even say reluctantly. It seems like he kind of just like... Maybe that's the part of Deadshot. He accepted the job. He's not getting paid for anything, though. But he... Uh, in his mind, he's getting bribed of freedom. So he kind of does the job, which is the militaristic style. Yeah. You know, they're so all, wor- yeah, orders. they're all worried about, okay, how do we get out of this situation? Mm-hmm. Deadshot's like, Finish listen, the job. let's get in there. Yeah. You guys want what you guys want. I'll help you go get it. Let's get it done. Do now. the job. And so then he's yeah. up with them with all the rest of the soldiers because he's going to get that job done. They're all I'm sure he's also more curious about what's happening too, because up in the helicopter they were they wouldn't you know they don't know what what is actually going on in this city they don't none of mm-hmm. them do, um, so I'm sure he's still a little curious like why why you know yeah um, it is kind of weird that they're allowed to just kind of have this conversation about trying to escape right like no one's it's a little weird yeah I mean. You think they actually just know that they're talking about it and they don't just don't know. care? So it seems like the plan from the get-go is flawed because it seems like when you have a group of people that are known to to break the rules and go off on their own and do their own thing and yada, 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 getting them to walk in a straight line down an alley, it's like hurting hamsters. Is that a phrase? It is now. Uh, it seems like they <laughs> can't. Herd. Yeah, it seems like you can't do anything with that. It's like, in my opinion, it's flawed from the get-go, which is probably the whole idea behind this entire story. But the way that they are just moseying around, they don't have leashes on. They're not like you know. I guess like the scare factor is that they could blow up at any moment, but it seems a little bit more lax than that. There's a lot of things, uh, even in this week of minutes, we'll we'll, we'll cover very um, structured and strategic formations that are done with respect to how it's how workflow is actually done with military groups, with uh, first responders, with officials, things that David Ayer is known to be a big fan of. Um, one of the things I would like to know is. As they move down this alleyway, is there a structure for how the inmates are guarded and, and transferred from the beginning of this alley to point B? Like, normally when prisoners are escorted to do anything, let's say they're they're being used for relief effort, like hurricanes and other natural disasters. Yeah, when prisoners are used to help with relief efforts... They're normally escorted in ways that, uh, like, ensure that they are going to be secured, locked down, and, and, like, all right, we need you guys to start moving along with us as we work through, like, debris yeah, I guess and stuff. They don't need to be on, like, you know, chains. You no, know? no, not chains. I mean, but like, I see, like, like, the people uh, that do, like, the work programs for, like, the prison that have, like, yeah. their, you know. But I'm thinking, like, the soldiers create, like, a, like, an basically like an oval shape where like yeah. the inmates are in the center of it yeah. and we as we move as a unit around you you have to so i'm wondering if suicide squad has like this little bubble within the with, within the group where okay evac situation and in theme park where it's like troops are in the front troops are in the back yeah and you're kind of 
who you're taking care of you're hurting is in the center right yeah that's the formation so i've always wondered that i was always wondered like how are they able to just converse freely amongst each other especially mm-hmm. they're gonna be talking about how to escape and honestly i think they do hear it and i think they just don't care possibly uh, yeah i think it may be just like we don't care if they're gonna run they're just gonna boop yeah. blow them up like you can try all you want but it's yeah. not gonna happen um the dialogue between Captain Boomerang and Diablo, I think at first I really enjoyed it because it was the first time we had seen Captain Boomerang on screen. And we should be thankful that Captain Boomerang is kind of like our humor bone in this in the Suicide Squad. Humor bone. Humor bone. I don't know what else to call it. Funny bone is what it's not. <laughs> funny bone. Comic relief. Comic relief, as they call it. But no, it... I like Captain Boomerang. I like his character. This was our... As we start to get more and more about Diablo, he is kind of like, what is freedom? Like, and, and do what after that? Like, his questions and answers are very simple, but they mean more. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you mean? Like, you can just leave and, and like, that's the end of it. Like, that's, that's not how things work. Uh, but to people like Captain Boomerang, that is his his mindset and it works for him because he thinks that way he continues to be like you know he's like we're criminals he's like yeah it's great like yeah. it's a it's a great thing that you know i'm about that life so let's just do it and he says all right you know one of those things um so it just it works on many levels i don't understand the no there's a couple things so like from first off i don't know if the subtitles are wrong or not they're like misspelled. Are they misspelled? Okay, so yeah. I have to sneeze, so it's coming about here in a minute. So give me a second. <laughs> there it is. Is that a real sneeze? Yeah. Bless you. Both of them are real sneezes. Um. So, as Diablo is questioning the the plan, the solid plan. Um, Captain Boomerang. The subtitle says, "What are you bloody soccer?" question mark ease with all the questions is that a phrase i heard no, what are you bloody Nick. socrates ease okay. with the questions is that what that is yeah he says socrates right socrates what do you Socrates? what do you bloody soccer <laughs> and it's s-o-c-k-e-r not like the sport <laughs> it's like um it used the like the subtitles weren't typed out or they weren't ripped from like the actual srt file but it, instead it was it was ran through like an audio detector and it yeah. just like auto translated it. Bloody soccer. Yeah. What are you bloody soccer? What are you bloody Socrates with all the questions? Um, yeah. He <laughs> right says something in there. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's very weird. Um, this is when I started to be like, wait a minute, there might be more to Diablo because he's not just like, we 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 expected the Diablo that was in the CCTV footage, yeah, where it was the like burn up the fire, burn, yeah, the crown fire emoji. fire crown, yeah, yeah, the inmate one, like you want this, like kind of thing, and it's like that's what we expected. You want this? Yeah, and he he was like talking to the camera or something like that. I just like to imagine that your impression of any inmate is just someone going, "You want this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me, uh, <laughs> sir. Can you do your pr- uh, prisoner one line? I'm not doing it. You want this? <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's 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 weird that he's gonna like that he's saying like, okay, yeah, just go do your fireball thing. All right, moving on. Like spread the word, and then he's gonna go talk to Killer Croc, which mm-hmm. Diablo says, "Hey, he, yo, he eats people. I'll talk to him." Um, Killer Croc should have been the one where it's like he was actually still chained up, like should have had like a muzzle or something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but he's just allowed to like walk on his own. So, but then um, we get another as Killer Croc, or as Captain Boomerang goes to talk to Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. And more jumble. Diablo says to Captain Boomerang, "Yo, what? Yo, be careful. He eats people." Uh huh. And Captain Boomerang turns around and says, "Solemn, Mother Superior, what?" Yeah. Like. So what I'm hearing is he. I think it's like a mocking thing. I think it's Solomon, Mother Superior, what? And I think he's in like he's kind of calling him out. One Solomon, like a. Because I feel like he just, like, with Diablo's questioning, like, what, why do that kind of thing, the Socrates comment, all this stuff. If he calls him Solomon and reference to Solomon, like the wisdom of Solomon, I can see that moment being like, he's, oh, he's some sort of, he thinks he's some sort of enlightened guy, yada, yada. And Mother Superior is a high nun. Uh, so I think it's supposed to be, like, right and proper in the sense so like he's got like high morals and he's like doing the right thing so uh, australian slang if you call someone solomon mother superior maybe that's like a oh, drink this too with my pinky up kind of thing is that what that is i don't know i'm no, pulling that on. out of my hat <laughs> i'm not wearing a hat do you do you bring up a good point because i have i've been trying to think about what he's trying to say and yeah, I think he's calling Diablo out on his sainthood. Yeah. Like Yeah. I think like, that's what it is. What do you like, oh, you're such a saint kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks for telling me to be careful and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know if, if Solomon Mother Superior is, is a is a known phrase. Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, yeah, I've never heard it. Sorry, I was just listening to it again. Yeah, me too. And all I can play back in my head is a Beatles song. Yeah, Beatles. The, yeah, yeah, the Beatles. Um, yeah, it's very, it's very strange because I, I, I really kept thinking about like what could that have meant, and uh, yeah, he's calling, he's calling Diablo out on his, on his saint, like, oh, like you're such a good person now, like, mm-hmm. thanks for looking out for me, Dad. Yeah, which I think, sh- I mean, it, it, he's, that. he's kind of just like. Uh, you know, I think it's a mocking way because it's at the same time. They're yeah. Just like, You're no better than me. We're both. No, criminals. yeah, it's definitely mocking. That's that's the context clues I got. I just didn't understand why say that thing. And now because of the way you explained it, it's it's there are figures of sainthood. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of along those lines. So, OK, that, that works for me now. Does it now? It it makes sense to me now uh-huh. what the mocking is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's saying, uh, yeah, he eats people for real. He's a cannibal, which means humans that eat other humans, which means he's human. Oh, he's yeah. part reptile. Yeah. So, um, that's, uh, really all I got for this one. Is there anything you got before we go ahead and wrap up? No, that's it. I'm having like an allergy fit right Sorry, now. Sorry, it's my cat. So I know, but it's okay. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. 
and also our Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Uh, don't forget, you can also leave us reviews on iTunes that really help us out. It really helps people find the show. Uh, so you can also help our own show out. And uh, yeah, you can. Uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 57 of Suicide Squad. <laughs>